welcome back to Introspectional. This is our first episode of the second season, and I'm so excited. Why? Because I don't know if you're aware, but last year there was some amazing Black and PLC focused fantasy events that happened. And one of them that I was super bummed to only know about when it happened was Black Fay Day. Because I know when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is my exact aesthetic. This is everything I ever wanted that I didn't know that I wanted. And it was so exciting. And with me, I have one of the people who helped make this fantastic day come together. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about what inspired you to make this fun, auspicious day happen. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Jasmine Tucker, also known as Jupiter Jazz on Twitter for a while, and also Jasmine LaFleur. So just those are me. I'm a creator of Black Fay Day, and it, I was inspired by the 28 Days of Black Cosplay in February that happens every year. Princess Mentality Cosplay uh, made that month, and it was just always an inspiration to me since it started. And I was really sad that it was ending, you know, during our quarantine lockdown phase. And I needed something to give me that same feeling of joy and see all the excellence in our community. And so I just put a wish out there in the Twitter sphere for Black Bay Day on May 8th of 2021. And it jumped off. Like people showed out with their wings and their horns and all the beautiful stories, poems. Someone said they're writing an opera. I mean, incredible creativity came out of our community and I'm just grateful that it happened. That's so fantastic. There was an opera. I can't believe it. That's, yes. <laughs> that's incredible. On that vein, like, did anything surprise you about people's reactions to, you know, when you first put this out there to, when the event happened and then afterwards? Just the tremendous support and so fast. The original tweet happened on March 10th and May 8th came up and we were the number two trending topic on Twitter that day. So it was a lot, thousands and thousands of just tweets. And then on TikTok, oh my gosh, that platform was just hot. There's fairies and just black beauty and excellence all over it. I was so surprised because I'm like, if it's just me and my friends, it's a good day because I'm totally okay with that. And we'll go frolic on our own and have a dope day. But to see our whole fantasy community and intergenerational experiences that I saw was just unforgettable. I love seeing the grandmas and grandpas and aunties and aunts all participating with their families. It was just a family event and I loved it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like something about that like really kind of brought like some tears to my eyes. You know, they and magic and the idea of like intergenerational knowledge being passed down mm -hmm. and even in some of those fantasy stories, you do have your younger people of magic going to their elders, you know, and like hey, tell me the story, or what is this legend, or all of that. And so the fact that you did have grandparents participating in their own ways, that is so cool. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I even 
talk to my grandmother about stories that she knew in her childhood. And I grew up in rural New Mexico. So I was used to hearing the folklore of other communities like indigenous people's communities and some Mexican-American families always told us stories about La Llorona and Chupacabras and things like that. So to hear the folklore of Black people and our own you know, imaginations and experiences and cultural reference was just really humbling to hear some of these things. And being from New Mexico, it's a little isolating, you know, where I only hear what comes through my family. And we've been in New Mexico about four generations or so. That compared to my brothers and sisters have been in places like Atlanta or Tallahassee, those shared experiences are a little different. So I was exposed to even Black culture a lot differently than I had ever experienced it before. So I have collected all those stories in my heart and it's like my secret treasure that I just love <laughs> so much. Ah, oh, that's that's fantastic. I was uh, talking to Miss Black Betty of Black Betty Cosplay, also, also known as Jim Malone, when she was talking about Black Vampire Day. One, she said she was inspired by Black Bay Day. So, you know, you started something. I hope you realize how much you said. We're going to get back into that, but you literally started something. But we were talking about how having these pictures and stories and videos and TikToks online and, and places where people can access it can connect people who are more isolated or who are in areas where they don't see other people who are interested and excited about the same thing or from the same culture and being like, I'm not alone. There's more of me out there. Yes. And there's so many of us that connected that way. My fairy god auntie that I found through this experience, she was saying like she had grown up in California and in the punk rock kind of happenings that were happening in the 80s. And she's like, I was into Tolkien and I was into fairies back then too. And if I would have had this community then, I think my life would have been a lot different. And that was such a sobering thing for me to hear. I'm like, you're this amazing woman who I found through this and I admire. And you're telling me, like, I'm glad you made this community or you shouted out to everyone to get together because I was out there by myself all these years. And I just, I can't even, I'm still trying to comprehend that, like, <laughs> that this even happened and we all connected and met each other. And I'm continuing to con uh, connect with others, like just even being able to inspire something as beautiful as BIPOC Vamp Day this year was like unbelievable. And that even bridged to even other communities. You know, I saw different Indigenous cosplayers and Black Fay also inspired Enchanted Asian Bay from some cosplayers in the UK. So I'm like, wow, there, it's just this unity that's growing and reaching so many different walks of life and everybody's saying the same thing. Oh, I'm not alone. Yeah, we aren't. <laughs> we really are. And it just takes us trying to reach out to each other to make stronger communities and bonds. And like make space for like all of our stories. Yeah, you know, we end up being... dope stories. Yeah, dope <laughs> stories. Um, and, and dope different stories. And ways of ways of being that we were just like I didn't even know this was a thing and it's such a thing it really is and then it opens the door for other questions of 
well, why are we only exposed to European folklore or why are we only exposed to, you know, this archetype of what fantasy looks like? And having those conversations with members of the majority <laughs> in a safe, in the inviting space has really brought on some really constructive actions I've seen. Um, for example, you know, we were invited to Ohio Renaissance Festival and I had reached out and was like, hey, I have a bunch of black fairies and fantasy enthusiasts that want to feel welcome and feel comfortable in this kind of environment. What can you guys do about that? So they invited us over and said, well, we're going to invite you over, but we also would like to interview you and spread the word about what's going on. And it was just such a relief to hear that this big organization had responded to our message that we were trying to create more positive representation of fantasy and that we were trying to allow safe spaces for us to visit because nobody's going out in the middle of nowhere by ourselves, you know, like with our fairy wings on and just risking our safety just for the fun of it, basically. Yeah. And I was telling them how important it is that we know that you're showing any kind of signs that you're welcome. And so if you have cast members that are in your advertisement that show Black people or members of our community, we're going to come out. We're going to show up for them. So I, I just love the opportunity to have conversations like that and continue to have more, like Heartland Fairies in Indiana has invited us over to a fairy festival that they're starting as well. So having conversations with them about the same thing. Okay, is it safe for us to go out there? What's the environment like? What are you doing to change? Are our folklore and history is going to be represented there? Are you going to tell us we weren't there? No, 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 no that doesn't exist. Is these that? I don't know. That. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm doing some kind of behind the scenes advising you know in different communities to help us be represented i love that i love that growth i love that development that developing connection and developing more safe spaces for us and for many walks of life to feel like they can come to some place that they can engage in fantasy worlds and fantasy content and not be othered and ostracized and being in this place where, yeah, where it is about safety. And what I think is sometimes hard for people to understand is that we are talking about safety in, honestly, many times physical safety. Am I physically okay in this place? We're talking emotional safety and spiritual safety as in, even if I'm physically okay, will someone be dismissive of my very presence? you know, dismissive of the history and the rich culture that I bring to the table. And these aren't all, these aren't always concerns that are taken into account. Some people aren't even aware that these are concerns. And I love that you're consulting because I feel like people are like, where are the Black people in Renfest? Have you made it clear that I will be okay here? Because in the USA and other places, my general safety is not a guarantee, let alone my spiritual and emotional safety. Yes. You know, as someone who's gone to plenty of Renfest myself, my former local Renfest was the Maryland Renaissance Festival. And, you know, definitely being one of very few Black people there and still loving it, but also yes. wanting to not be one of 
few black people that can count on my hand and wanted yeah. to see like where are my fairies where are my knights where are my princesses i really connect with that story <laughs> and you know, you being in those spaces of God and I just don't want anyone to ever have to feel like that again and you know you're constantly looking and making the head nods to the one other you know black person there <laughs> it's like I see you are you all right okay just you know checking but you know the entire conversation is head is had in a head nod and eye contact I yes. see you are you okay are you cool okay <laughs> Exactly. Carry on. You gave me the hand nod. We got you. We're good. <laughs> you know, and, and that universal rule where it's like, if one black person is running, we're all running. We're all running. We don't ask questions. No. It's like because the moment you ask questions, you might get got. So to prevent right. the getting of gotness, let's get out of the way. We'll ask questions after we catch our breath. <laughs> Uh, one thing I wanted to ask also, just were there any particular characters or stories in media or in books or in comics that kind of influenced the celebrations? I know you mentioned 28 Days of Black Cosplay, but was there anything else like, oh yeah, I want to see her or I want to see him or this story is something I want to bring to the forefront? When I was thinking about this, it sounds like a far-fetched thing to include, but I've always been a really big fan of Samuel L. Jackson and how ambitious some of his roles are. Mm -hmm. He does have a few that are just like off the wall and you're just wondering, what were you thinking when you took this role or looked at this script, like snakes on a plane, you know, weird stuff like that. But on the other hand, when it comes to Black people being seen in fantasy or in other genres that we might have lacking, he's a really big advocate for us. For example, in Star Wars, that was a huge deal, like for him to be there and be this really big Jedi with a purple lightsaber that he brokered himself, <laughs> you know, like, hey, I want a purple lightsaber and I want to be the only one in the universe that has one. He was like, I want a purple lightsaber so they see me because it's like, if it's all blue, no one knows that Sam Jackson's here. No one knows that this black man is here. You give me a purple <laughs> lightsaber, you know I'm here. <laughs> Exactly. And I, I want to have that same boldness and be present and, you know, I'm always by myself anyway, it feels like, you know, but I want to be in the room where it happens. You know? I, I think Samuel L. Jackson has always been like the motivator for me where I'm like, okay, like I can dream big and do big things because I've seen it happen. Like he's that happening that I'm usually referencing and he's cool with it and he does it in the coolest fashion ever like everybody wants him in their movie <laughs> saying something even if it's just the curse once they want him in his movie but he is also a product of black excellence and undeniable blackness like that's us that's our culture that's our uncle that's our dad like he is that person for us I think his first role was in Coming to America. Yeah. We remember that role. We remember him in so many different roles before he quote unquote got big, but he made every every little bit count. Oh yeah. You know, and then has continued to make it count. Yes. As silly as some of his roles might be, he's serious business when it comes to our representation. 
and serious business in like, yeah, there are things that are silly, but also we have the right to be silly. We have the right to be silly and you're going to pay me and compensate me for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we have the right to be diverse in our expressions. Mm-hmm. And it has value. It has great value. I really love that. In general, did you receive any negative feedback with Black Bay Day? And if so, how did you deal with it? I mean, I hope you did it, but the internet being the internet will internet. Yeah, I definitely received some negativity. Like you said, it's the internet. You have to take it with a grain of salt and keep going. But the parts that were most hurtful was when it was coming from my own community where, you know, Black people don't do that. Or, you know, what's Black Day or fairies or who would want to do something like that? Comments like that or just some little division and um, conflict on who was going to be centered. Mm. So, you know, there are some people that felt like if your complexion was too light and you still identified as Black, you shouldn't be included in this because you already have enough representation. And to that, I felt very just not okay with that. <laughs> I don't believe in colorism or any form, shape, or resemblance of it. And, you know, my great-grandmother is very pale in passing, and her mother was passing. So I'm like, she, her Blackness is just as valid as mine, even though I'm a little chocolate drop, you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm brown, I have more melanin that shows. No, all Black people are going to be represented by this. And so, you know, that was one detractor that almost broke my spirit. I almost wanted to say, I don't want to do this anymore and close the groups, you know, take down the Instagram. I don't like this kind of feedback and conversation and conflict. But it all ended up okay because they were still able to get past their own little traumas and do things the way that they needed to do for themselves. And I was able to continue in my own way so it ended up being all right i'm so glad you pushed through that to make this happen the juggernaut that it is it continues to be but detractors will happen and knowing that we can even in our chill i don't really like conflict but i like making cool things selves can handle things when things get rough yeah. That's fantastic. I know me personally, my grandmother, my aunt, my uncle, you know, all fairly pale people. I am like you, my little milk chocolate chocolate drop. <laughs> and, you know, but when I look at my family and, and my extended family, I remember we're very light skinned. We are, you know, we're solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the people who have my back. Sometimes I know for me, it's kind of challenging when it comes to colorism, which is totally a thing. Absolutely. When it comes to media and presentation, who gets the limelight? Like, absolutely. And I definitely know plenty of people, like people who acknowledge the privilege that is given to them by other people, by society at large. That being said, you know, within our own groups, for me, it's very much like fam is fam. Exactly. And I was very intentional about what kind of images I was putting out there on our page, just so that we understood the whole spectrum of what we might look like in fantasy. 
So, I mean, there's plus size people, there's non-binary people, there's light skin, there's dark, um, there's men, there's women and everything in between. So I wanted, I mean, even ages, different ages, there's older people, there's younger people, to babies, to great grandmas. Our blackness is unique to each and every one of us. And it really has to be because Although there is some favoritism in history, like you said, those people have some very unique stories about what their Blackness means and how they had to navigate the world as passing or non-passing. You know, it, it's all heavy. It's all real heavy stuff. And so I don't want us to have that kind of divisive conversations ever amongst each other because we have enough to battle on the outside, which is why I didn't even talk about those detractors because they're irrelevant <laughs> and like, whatever. I'm doing a black thing over here and your comments don't matter because this is our thing. Unless you're here to support, which we do have a lot of allies, even that's a little controversial. And I say, you know, I have spaces where they're allowed to speak and support. Some people thought, nah, leave them out of this, this is ours. And I'm like, yeah, it is ours, but we're trying to progress in a way that is effective and sometimes in some situation that includes allies in the conversation so that all the way across the board people know where we have a mission and a purpose and we are strategizing and doing the things we need to do and like I told some other places outside of the black community I'm like if you're not with us you'll miss it because we're making moves <laughs> We really are. So you can join us and celebrate Blackness in this way, or you just don't have to move aside because we don't have time to sit here and beg and plead and ask for permission anymore. We're not doing that. <laughs> I love that we are done asking permission. And there are ways to get involved. If you're not Black, you can identify as that. It is still a connected movement. But yes. just like, in my opinion, just kind of like with the football team, you have different positions. Maybe this is in your position. You may be in a different position. We're all on the same team, but yeah. here is our position. And don't try to play it. Yes, you know? exactly. And each of those have different roles and stats and accolades that come with it. Just be okay with that. Know your role and your assignment. <laughs> right. Understand your assignment. Understand uh. the assignment, please. <laughs> Like, I have family members that married in or have children within the family and community, and their experiences is being kind of weaved into our culture through association. Their voices still hold value as well, because sometimes these people are in the trenches alone, you know, facing their own communities to try to help us move forward and get the views that we deserve. So I am not blind to those conversations or people appreciative of those people that say, hey, Black Payday is here and you're going to listen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank you, friend. Give me that mic. Like, <laughs> So I want to kind of delve deeper. What do you hope people will get out of celebrating these kind of days, whether it is Black Bay Day or Black Murder Day or BIPOC Vampire Day? What do you hope people will get out of it? Inspiration. I want them to inspired to express themselves but also the self-esteem knowing that you are a magical being 
now, not with the wings and the fairy things and the costuming, but you can create things, you can explore things without anyone's permission and you're enough. So I hope this inspires that kind of attitude. Also finding community, even if it's not within Black Bay Day and our little hub, find people that support you and your communities at home because there are people there and around. You might find them in weird places and situations, <laughs> but you know, don't give up and don't always go alone. Reach out to people, even if it's just a tweet. I mean, I had zero social media presence before all this, believe it or not. And just me really having pure intentions for myself and my community and tweeting about it touched other people. So each one of us has that kind of influence on one another. So yes, I hope it inspires more, more conversations, more celebrations, and just loving ourselves. Awesome. What advice would you give to someone who is interested in participating but is unsure or is feeling a little intimidated or feel like they don't know where to start? What advice would you give to that person? Just put whatever it is that you have as is out there. And all you have to do is use the hashtag, we'll find you, somebody will see you. It's hashtag Black Bay Day, or I just put Black Bay, and that's fine too. But, you know, there are people that draw and sketch and make things, they do crafts, they sew, they hike. People are saying, I participated in Black Bay Day and I went on a nature hike. And people loved it. There's no one way to express yourself in this community at all. <laughs> because you're the creators you get to create what it is you feel and you want to express so there are no things that people should say oh you can't do that we support you we're going to back you it's okay i love black Bay Day hike i didn't even know it was a thing and that just makes me smile as a little nature woodland myself <laughs> that's fantastic yeah definitely look uh at the hashtags on whatever socials you're on you won't believe the crazy stuff that you'll find there's a fairy for each of us out there <laughs> yeah i love that um and speaking of the crazy things that you'll find what is some of the um, media that you saw built around this like tiktoks or webisodes or comics or drawings we have a small follow-up celebration in September um, after Black Friday called the Sankofa Solstice. And what it was is a celebration of original characters and creations that you have been working on just throughout the day or things that you wanted to dust off and revisit. And there was one group out in the UK that created this whole visual and literary project where not only were they cosplaying and kind of acting out the roles of these characters, but every month or so or a couple of weeks, they update a new chapter to the story that they're writing together. And it's like phenomenal. You can see it on the Instagram feed because we did share them in September. And I mean, it's beautiful. The characters are really well fleshed out. Every week I'm like refreshing and trying to find new chapters. <laughs> But it's so cool how immersive, you know, some of these projects can be from the visuals to the literary aspects of it. I love that people are making me enjoy reading again. 
Wow. I think that's just something really fun because like Tolkien was cool for a little while, but like I'm sick of reading about alabaster heroes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, Tolkien is to, fine, Bram Stoker you know, is fine, but there's so much more. <laughs> there's so much more. Diversity is fun and it's beautiful. I just don't understand why we have to push so hard for things more things like these projects that I'm seeing. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense because it's brilliant. Ah. And I think that's also the interesting thing that sometimes when those stories are cut off from whatever culture it comes from, you lose so much. You lose these stories, you lose these narratives, you lose the opportunity to see something as quote unquote simple as water, air, earth, fire that we live with in a brand new way. You know, time and space, thinking about it completely differently when you engage in different folklore. Yes. And all, that project I was talking about is called Gilded the Story. And then finally, let's get to the point that everyone's excited about, which is what day is Black Bay Day? But before we get there, where do you see this going? Where do you see the future of Black Bay Day? And I believe there's a Black Mermaid Day coming up. So, you know, what is the future of all of this amazing gathering coming together and content that is being produced in the name of Black Bay Day? Yeah, I feel like since this all happened, I've become a little ambitious, <laughs> which there was a few detractors when I decided to make Black Bay Day an LLC and a business. Some people said, well, why would you monetize this? And to them, I say, well, change requires capital and you have to have some stake in the game to make some things change and move. So mm -hmm. in the future, you know, I really want to create more spaces where we can have things like Black Fading. Currently, I'm trying to create more than one event, Black Fading this year. We have a fantasy ball and hangout just so that we can see that these are things that we participate in, things that we might want in the future. And as things grow and progress, maybe even have Black Bay Convention or <laughs> different things like that. Currently, we're still working on our online and social media platforms as well. So developing a website. The hope is that it's the hub for all things Black and fantasy. So. If you want to meet someone who sews, there can be space for sewing communities. If you want to meet people that craft, there's crafters there that are in film and so on and so forth. So you can find people or you can post in those areas and be part of the community. But also we're getting ready to launch our Twitch channel. <laughs> we're also getting the gamers involved because Gaming is another media where we're seeing there's a lot of representation that's changing. Um, we're seeing a lot more protagonists and uh, stories centered around our culture. And we've always been gamers. <laughs> always been gamers. Always been gamers. So I'm wondering why it's taken so long, but I do want us to stream and have platforms in those gaming communities as well because yeah we want our narratives included so we're doing a lot of things <laughs> i'm okay. a little overwhelmed but i'm trying to make sure that there is presence black fantasy presence on every major platform that i could think of so we're moving forward we're going to keep going 
Okay, I just want to recap. So there's the day itself with its internet presence. There's a Twitch channel. There's a ball, possibly a convention. You know, this train is running. People, you can catch it. I, I can't promise the convention anytime soon. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We, we are all about future prospecting. What is yeah. time? What is space? We believe in the future. I was thinking about it earlier, you know, when all this is going on, and someone asked, is there going to be a convention? I'm like, oh, well, aren't there other conventions that we can support? And aren't a whole lot. And then not anything that's specifically centered on fantasy. You know, we have comics, and we have cosplay, anime, things like that, but we don't have, like, high fantasy uh, avenues just for Black people right now. <laughs> but I'm hoping that that changes as I continue to work on Black Friday, that more people are inspired to do things like start their own avenues and ways that they express their fantasy as well. So I love when those things pop up. I'm always excited about it. I always try to put the word out like, hey, this is happening too. Because when those people win and when all these channels win, you know, we all win because. We have more ways that we can celebrate each other and be a community. And I think this generation needs more of that because I feel like my elders, their communities are really locked in together. When they move, everybody moves. They really have that synergy. And I feel like this generation now kind of needs that push. We need more opportunities to lock hands with each other and stand firm. And I hope Black Bay can do that in the fantasy arena. <laughs> I hope so too. I think it will be an expansive, continual building of community, of saying, this is who we are. And also there's something to be said because I loved about Black Fade and all the pictures that I saw was this connection, but as well as the individuality. I love that there was a space for, you know, Black men in the face space. Like, yes, we love you in your glitter and your wings, all of that. We welcome you here, whether it's Black folks who are non-binary, Black women, old folks, young folks, like us expressing ourselves individually, but collectively celebrating our individuality. Exactly. Yes. That's the magic. That's really the best part. That's the thing that fills me to keep trying is seeing the individual expressions of everyone and seeing how it translates for them. Because my expression of Black Bay Day, just as me, Jasmine, is probably not that interesting to many other people. So it's really cool that I could say, hey, let's do this together. And then this one person, you know, goes all out and they paint themselves in gold. And I don't know, it's just something I've never seen before, and we all go, yeah, okay, sis, or yeah, let's go. It's, it's so exciting. And every instance that that happens, I feel like it just fortifies that self-esteem every single time you see it. So I love it. So if you see me out there posting and sharing links, like, share it, just try to help keep things moving for us because People are talking and people are curious about how far we can do this and for how long. <laughs> I got told recently, oh, it was a trend. It'll be over by next year. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> Lies. 
Look, if Tinkerbell can still be going on for 50 some odd years and she ain't stopping anytime soon. What I know is that when Meg Thee Stallion co-signed in Fairy on Halloween, that's end all be all. I'm like, okay, Megan's knees and Fairy does, yes. Watch her spit hot face shit on her next album. I was Oh, oh my god, I, I geeked. Like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, well, some people missed Black Payday last year, and it was still popping. I was like, I gotta know. They're doing it again? Yes. Speaking of which, the moment y'all been waiting for, what day is Black Payday? All right. Black Payday is May 14th. And remember, it's always going to be the second Saturday of May. Always. Always the second Saturday of May, May 14th. And Black Murday. Black Murday is created by Tranquil Ashes. She's a cosplayer. Amazing. And that will be May 28th. And Black Murday has a theme this year. It's land versus sea. So we're kind of segueing and kind of passing the baton over to the merfolk this year. I didn't realize, I kind of encroached on mermaid. I didn't know that was a thing. So mermaid is also in the month of May that we have. Black Fay May also is a thing apparently now. <laughs> but Black Fay is going to be on the 14th, Land versus Sea. And we're going to pass the baton to the Black Mermaid Day <laughs> on May 28th. So it, it's going to be a fun month for sure. Awesome. I'm so excited. And I just love the anticipation, the excitement and the affirmation of Black people in the fantasy space in multiple ways. This has been an interest of people of color for years. We've always been here. And for now, we have Black Fay Day, Black May. We have so many things that let us know not only have we been here, but there are more of us than a singular person. We are here collectively. And that our cultures and our safety and our presence is not only expected, but encouraged and loved. It really is. But also, if you have like things that you want to run by us and say, wow, I saw this great thing, you know, people need to know about it. We have an email that you can drop things in now. It's called faymail at blackfayday.com. So F-A-E-M-A-I-L at blackfayday.com. So if you're saying, oh, I made this song and it sounds really fairy-like, you know, drop it and we can credit you and share it with everyone. Anything that you think our community might enjoy, or even if you have questions about more community things like we talked about, yeah, how can I get more involved? You can drop us an email too. We'll respond. I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I, I really want people to see you and I want us to shine. So that's where my heart is. Don't be shy. I'm very shy, but I'm very accepting. So don't be scared. I love that you mentioned that you personally are kind of shy. And when I talk, you know, you've been passionate, but also soft-spoken, which as a Black woman, we can be shy and soft-spoken and calm and chill and still very much in our blackness. Yes. Still very much 
who we are, that, you know, someone as loud and audacious as Samuel L. Jackson can be an inspiration to even someone who's like, the spotlight is not necessarily my thing, but I will build things to make sure we can all be valued and loved. Like, that's just, that's an inspiration in and of itself, Jasmine, and I hope you Thank you. <laughs> ah, you're like making me blush, but <laughs> I really appreciate that uh, so much because oh, gotta be real. It's a scary thing to do this, and a lot of people are asking me like, "Why aren't you the face? Like, why aren't you more out there?" And you know, I have my own insecurities and fears and things like that as well, but. Again, you all inspire me to do things. So I guess for people that are as shy and introverted as me, my advice to you is to find those voices around you that do champion your voice because it will fuel you to be more confident. And, um, you know, when I am invited to spaces like this with people like you, I'm like, okay, wait, this is my friend. <laughs> I can talk to them about what I do. <laughs> And so that helps me. And, you know, it's just an honor to be on a platform like yours. And I, I really do appreciate it so much. <laughs> so that gives me some motivation and kind of fights the fears. Well, I appreciate you so much, Jasmine. Thank you so much for joining me uh, on my podcast. Like, I'm super excited to share this with the world and encourage others. And so finally, what are other ways that people can connect with either you or Black Beta as a whole? Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, how can they get more involved? Yeah, on our Instagram, that's usually our, our biggest hub and Facebook. Facebook has two groups as well. We have our private group called Black Faith Community. It's a safe space for people who identify as Black. Um, so we're in there, we're enjoying ourselves outside of the gaze of the outside world. So and that's our space there. And then we also have the public group that's Black Bay Every Day. So it's for us and our allies to have this conversation together and enjoy things together. Discord. <laughs> we recently launched Discord. And on our Instagram, we have a link to all these areas as well. So if you look at our profile, there should be a link uh, to our Discord, our YouTube. Usually you can find all of these platforms. Our director and ambassador, Calamity Darling, is a Twitch streamer and gamer that's helping us grow our Twitch platform. We're doing little previews here and there. So yeah. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, so happy that you're joining us. So excited to see the Twitch channel, what's happening in 2022, everything that you and Betty team are bringing to the table. We are just so excited for everything that you're doing. I appreciate you. Everyone, I hope you had a chance to enjoy this conversation, learn some things, and feel free to come together as yourself in this work and fantasy space. So that's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening and have a great day. Hey.
Hey everyone, and welcome to my new segment, The Book Nook, where I will recommend a book or resource that is connected to this episode's topic. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jasmine LaFleur about Black Fade It. I'm super excited about it this year. And if you're interested in learning more about African-American folktales, I recommend looking up the work of author Virginia Hamilton, specifically her book, her stories, African-American folktales, fairy tales, and true tales. Now, this is mostly considered a children's book, but the stories themselves are really beautifully drawn, insightful, and really give you a nice cross-section of the various folktales and fairy tales and true tales across um, many segments of African-American history. Also, if you or one of the people in your life would love to draw more Black fairies, author A.C. Washington has a book literally called Black Fairies, um, and it's an all-ages coloring book. So you can also purchase that today, and I will leave the links for those books and everything related to Black Fay Day in my show notes. And finally, some housekeeping things. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, Introspectional, so you know that uh, when our new episodes drop, you'll be ready. Also, please leave a review on various um, listening platforms if you're able. And one last thing, uh, Introspectional will be starting a Kickstarter. It'll be launching in March to support our Power Pack second season. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And um, I also wanted to connect with you. Um, our various social media platforms are live. So you can find Introspectional on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I'd love to hear your thoughts, questions, and any ideas you have so we can deepen the discussion that we're having around various topics. Until next time, be safe and have a great day.